You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. On this week's episode of It's a Bit. Dean Blandino joins us, the NFL rules analyst for Fox Sports. If you've seen NFL football on Sunday, you'll see Dean on your TV. We also do the bit of the week. We do buy or sell, and we end that all with rookies versus veterans, UFC edition. All that and more on It's a Bit. This is the It's a Bit podcast presented by 10,000 takes, 10,000 takes, featuring JJ, Boss Man, and Wags, who I've heard are pretty fucking cool. 10,000 takes. This is the It's a Bit podcast. All right, folks, welcome back to another episode of It's a Bit, presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Boss Man, joined by Wags and JJ. Gentlemen, we were just talking about Jake's haircut and how he got jerked off in the back of uh, Sport Clips. Allegedly. Is it really called a VIP room? Do they call it that? Or special treatment? It's like MVP. MVP You get the MVP thing or something. Comes with the shampooing. Real nice. Shampoo, head massage. Most valued penis in the place. (laughs) That's what that stands for, right? I would think so. That discreetly. <laughs> also, yeah. Probably go to business. I, I go to great clips, and my mom always says, like, you should go to sport clips. Like, so is really the difference between those two is that they have sports on at sports clips? Yeah, they're not They're not great. They don't give you great haircuts. haircuts but you get to but watch sports. you get sports. a cut when you watch sports. So it's a little less boring. Well, and say, no offense, but great clips also is not known for the world's best haircuts. No, they're, no. Both, they're both like known for showing up. You have $12 in your pocket to say cutter, and then that's what happens. No, I that's, personally do not like great clips. You, you, you go to great clips if you want an okay haircut that's the same price as a large pizza. Yeah. That's, or, when, you're, that's when you're balling on a budget, or aka they, me in college. Yeah, I mean, what do they had deals like $4 haircuts? It's like that just doesn't seem right. But I don't, it, here's... Here's the thing with sport clips. Like, isn't there the part of the haircut where they trim your neckline and they tell you to look down? What if it's like the fourth quarter and it's like, or it's like overtime three on three hockey? Sir, look down. Actually, no. I, don't know, I don't know why in the hell you'd get your haircut. See, a wild I, game. See, that's the thing though. Is like I've only got got haircuts there during the middle of a fucking Tuesday, so it's like, or middle of a Friday, so they have like horse racing on or some shit. So it's like I don't even care. You're just actually gambling on the Viget app that yeah, is a like, sponsor. I need to watch this goddamn horse race. This yeah. is a recording. Oh, sports clips is like Buffalo Wild Wings, but for haircuts. Yeah, pretty much. That's yeah. a good comparison. Yep. Except they you have, probably could get better wings somewhere else. Except they, you can't get a hand job at B Dubs. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't. They, I wouldn't totally well, rule that out. By, I was just about to say by the staff, but I'm also not going to rule that out either. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say you could probably get a hand job anywhere. I mean, you can get them here at the studio. Apparently, free. Oh yeah, the jobs. free hand job bit on yeah. the door. Look, it's a skit. I guess Cam looked at us. He didn't remember. So, was it a skit? First. My, my girlfriend. She works at a salon, uh, so I obviously get my haircuts there. Tell me if I'm spending too much on haircuts. Okay. $35 cut. Too much. Too much. But, I mean, you have longer hair. You care about it. I, I care about my hair to an extent. Jake, is $35 too much to spend on a haircut? How much you, you go to Sport uh, Clips. How much is it there? Sport Clips is like 20 
Okay, and Grade Clips is 14. So, so I mean, <laughs> I'm glad I'm on the bottom of the spectrum in yeah, this group. Yeah. So I'm. So yeah, we got we got like what is it, upper class, middle class, lower class. Yeah, I'm the fucking peasant I, of the group. I mean, dude, if if well, I mean like. 35 bucks, if it gives you a damn good haircut, well, then fuck it. I'm getting my haircut before Vegas. I might try sport clips. You should try a sports clip bit. Are we? So are, is it true that we're doing mustaches? We're doing Vegas? mustaches in Vegas. That are we a, really? That was an executive order. That That's just that. Ha- I, that's going to make that the whole now. trip better. But I'll do it. I'm in. I think that's just going to make the whole trip better. If you didn't have a fucking Android, you'd actually be in the group chat more often. Oh, yeah. see that it was planned out. Yeah, I have to go on the group me app to yeah. see shit. Maybe if you didn't buy your phone from a company who was in front of Congress once a month. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, okay, let's move into oh, the bit of the Verizon? week. Verizon? Pretty much every corporation, but we won't get yeah. into that. This isn't spam. By the way, what? C-SPAN? C-SPAN. Why did, oh, C-SPAN. Spam C-SPAN. is spam the, is the food. That's the gross meat. Thing. That's the gross it comes meat. In like a can. Same thing. Is, is it, C-SPAN, it's spam. Meat, is it? I have no idea. Both things They're are just, just terrible. Disgusting. C-SPAN and spam are both terrible. They're so interchangeable. Yes. Um, bit of the week. Jake, you can kick us off. So I have the snooze bit. This is, you know, very, uh, very common with, with us young folk, I feel like, where we, you know, you're like, I'm going to get up at 730 this morning. I'm going to get up at seven or whatever. And then you hit snooze like a million times. And before you know it, it's after eight o'clock and you're... Uh, you're kind of in a bind, you're in a rush, and you're like, fuck, because you want that five more minutes of sleep, except it turns into three hours. When, Not really, but... When does your work start? Do you say that you're still in bed sometimes after 8 a.m.? Yeah, my, my my corporate job starts at 8, but sometimes I'm in bed till like 8 or 8.05. But I'll set the well, it's not as bad now, I will say, because I don't have to drive. I'm working from home. So you can wake up at 755 and type in your VPN numbers and you're set and and you're set and kind of, you know, kind of go into to boss man's bit here in a second. Boss man, but the boss man bit. (laughs) But but when when I had the drive, especially when you got to drive to the office, you got to wake up earlier. You'd set an alarm almost way earlier than you know, you'd wake up. But because you know you're just gonna hit the damn snooze button every five fucking minutes. You guys ever see? Someone always tweets it. It's actually a pretty more. It's more common than you'd think. But people have like two, two or three minute alarms that go for like an entire hour. Like you'll see people six oh three, six ten, six fifteen, and they they scroll. It's like Allie from Cities ninety seven. She she tweeted it. It was a screen recording of all of her alarms. Yeah, it just went on and on. It was like every ten minutes. I don't I don't get that. That that's not me. But it'll be like maybe that's like manual some, snooze. Some days, some days it's like two or three, maybe four, four times. But it's not like that. But that happens. Here's the thing: doesn't if you don't stop it, it's going to keep going. Doesn't it keep getting louder and louder and louder until you stop it? At least for the iPhone, does that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mine does too. So it's just like there's not it's, even a point to do that. Like if you just because it's, it's going to continue going no matter what. Well. Yeah, well, if you click snooze though, you get another five don't minutes. Click snooze though, it's a horrible bit. Uh, I I know, but it's it happens because you're like five more minutes. It will feel like like five hours of sleep. So just give me five more minutes. And why why is it nine minutes? Isn't that what a snooze is? Isn't it nine minutes? Well, you can set it to whatever you want, but mine has always been like so five. Nine by default though, which is weird. Is that what it is? At least for my phone, Maybe I haven't ever phone? changed it. I think mine was. I think it was. I think it was always like five. My alarm clock's growing up. So I think but. it's I, iPhone's like nine fifty nine. So like as soon as you, so it's like ten minutes, you know. But as soon okay. as you click like snooze, it's gonna start counting down. So it's gonna say nine fifty nine. Oh, right. Okay. But yeah, uh, say, along the work from home bit is mine is the uh, pajama pants bit that you know you get up for work in the morning, you work eight to five, and you don't put on real pants until you have to actually leave the house. 
Like I remember when this whole thing started, I wore pajamas for like a month straight because you know you couldn't even like. Wa- there was a point where Walmart and Target weren't even open, right? You there was no point to even and walk so, outside, right? So and it was like I had never put on pants that didn't have an elastic band for the first time in a month, and I was like, "Damn, these clothes hurt." <laughs> Why? I'm surprised I sat in these fucking clothes all day. They just hurt. They're just tight. So when you when you guys have meetings, like do you have to have your camera on? Nope. Same here. They they they, they used to Life's enforce good. it, but I I never went through with it. Yeah, because I'm like, like fuck that. That's so stupid. It's crazy because almost like every time, like occasionally, someone like at my job will turn on their camera and they're always like dressed to the gills. Like really, they, they, like they're the, yeah, full blown suit. Yeah, I see that just makes no sense. I, I have seen guys like people like that at my work too, and it, I I'm like, dude, no one cares. Like, no, I'm sorry, but like maybe it's part of a routine. They have to do it, or else they're not gonna like be able to. It's like, there are people who do that. Yeah. They they have to dress up, or they're like too lazy and tired, and they won't get anything done. I do know people who say that. Like they have to put on like jeans and a button down to actually like work from home, or else they're just gonna lounge around and feel lazy. See, I, I don't. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. I don't get going that far. I, I get like still getting up in a routine, showering like as if you're gonna go publicly because I I do that some mornings and it does make you feel like okay I'm showered now whatever. But putting on a just a, a piece of clothing is just gonna make me motivated or not. I'll still put on a t-shirt. Well, and ninety percent of the time someone has a suit and a tie on on the top. They're wearing like boxers on the bottom, right? You gotta think. Oh yeah. I think well, I think I had to do like a Zoom interview yeah. for my job, and I'm pretty sure I had pajama pants on the lower half. Well, I, 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 they made me do like some, uh, some, I wasn't like a seminar. It was like a presentation back in the fall and I had to wear a, they like, you got to dress up nice and stuff. I was totally just like half naked and just had a dress shirt on the top. Yeah. Like I'm not, well, there's just no point for that to put on a, any nice bottoms. But this is, this is something everyone can relate to. That's why they call yeah. it a bit, right? It's a bit, man. It's relatable. It's a relatable moment. The Leonardo DiCaprio where he like points at the thing. Yeah. Like, Hey, hey he's he, wearing, just, he, he just said the line. Yeah, it's a bit. I do that too. That's what we're going for. The Leonardo right. DiCaprio meme. Right. All right, Wags. Wags, what do you got? I got the unnecessary layover bit. Like we said earlier, the mustache 10K boys are going to be heading to Vegas. Um, Cam and I are going to be flying together. Now, in order to get the cheapest possible flight, first of all, can't what 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 airline are we flying with? Frontier. Frontier, which is good luck, Mr. Yeah. Leahy in the old Frontier. Oh, God, <laughs> trailer park boys. So reference. we, we got to pray before we even take off starts. But because we needed the cheapest flight possible, because we're both broke bitches, we're going to Vegas, which is normally a three-hour trip. But we're going to get a layover in Atlanta, which is therefore going to turn it into about a ten or eleven-hour trip just for a ninety-one dollar flight. Jesus Christ! I did that for L.A. I did a layover in Denver, and it I just fucking couldn't do it. After having to travel there and back with the layover, have you guys ever done a layover before? I never have. You're I, not, not going to do it again after this. I promise you, dude. You're, I, you're I, like, I'm going to pay next time. I did it once, just from like Orlando to Atlanta to Minneapolis, which isn't even that bad, but it still sucked. If I you, can't even imagine. If you got to sit longer. on the same plane, that'd be one thing. But having yeah. to get up and move to a different plane and be in a different aisle and do it all <sighs> over again twice in one trip is it for me? But at least you guys are together. I had to do that alone, so you know. Well, and. Because we're together, the alcohol will probably be flowing at about eight thirty in the morning. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. As soon as we well, that's a rule. To, as soon as we leave Thursday, it's we might be blackout on the flight. Who knows? Yeah. Well, you have to be, especially you're if you're Vegas. on Frontier. Um, I'm pretty <laughs> sure they don't let you on the plane unless you blow at least a point one. So that includes the pilots. Uh, just kidding. The this the uh, flight uh, bit with uh, Denzel Washington. Just kidding. 
Remember when he's like <laughs> when he's fucked up and he lands the plane upside down in that movie flight? What movie was that? I you Denzel know I, Washington? I haven't seen that movie yet and I have to because uh, Dude, that, Denzel anyways, Washington is a that's, badass. That's but he does I, it in the movie. Yes, right. Um, but yeah, nuts. I mean, yeah, we're going to Vegas. I know I, I've already committed to buying a seventeen dollar Bloody Mary at MSP because that's what it costs before you tip the server. We haven't been going to sporting events, so it's about time we actually get to pay sporting event. Like, yeah, we're yeah, saving I've, that I money. I miss spending money. <laughs> yeah, we're saving enough money. We would have just spent that money this summer like ten times anyway. There's a kid from my month, hometown so. who's like, "Yeah, I bought. I went to MSP, and it, an Irish car bomb was like fourteen dollars." I'm like, "Why are you buying an Irish car bomb at the fucking <laughs> airport?" I get like, "Let's drink a little before the flight to make it Maybe more a fun." Beer or... But it's like, who who orders like a shot at the at, at MSP? I mean, it's a vacation. I, see. <laughs> I, I, I guess they're starting. You're kicking off the vacation with a fourteen dollar car. Actually, maybe, maybe that's just the way to go. It's the kickoff. When I did go to L, when we went to LA in October, and I was drinking my seventeen dollar Bloody Mary at MSP, I remember uh, like a bunch of younger chicks just go to the bar and just order like four drinks and just get. They just drank them all in like twenty minutes, and they hopped on their flight. So that's that's more of what we're going for. Going for like the white girl, Guy, uh, white girl wasted. Going wasted, to Vegas, the yes. blue girls. Spring, you know? spring break, two thousand twenty-one. It's pretty much our spring ten k spring break because it's in March, so we got to start getting fucking trashed at the airport. Should we start pre gaming now. Let's start doing it now for two weeks. <laughs> Full blown alcoholics. Just two weeks going into Vegas. Oh god, it kind of does suck that it is though spring break season because that's why like plane tickets were more expensive than I thought. Yeah, they're they inflated. Be. Exactly. And they went up every week too. It was just insane. Whereas like once you're once you're working a big boy job and you get PTO, you can kind of take a vacation whenever you want. But, you know, it's once we're millionaires it won't fucking matter. We picked uh we picked March Madness out of all days. By the way, when we're uh when we make Fuck our first me, million with 10k. <sighs> what are you trying to do? I'm trying to open this beer. It did not blow up as bad as it looked. Anyways, when ten when ten k makes our first million, we're gonna have a, a party with Carly and Jason Zucker, and we're gonna burn a bunch of money together. We yeah, committed to that last episode. Thing. We're gonna play fucking whatever, croquet, and, croquet and eat caviar. Yep, and then we're gonna throw half of it away because you know we could just do that. We can bitch about it or something like <laughs> this. Doesn't taste. Send good. it back. Yeah, <laughs> send it back. That's a great yeah. bit too. The send it back bit. Send yeah. it back. Bit. The rich person bit. All right. Uh, let's move on to buy or sell. I'm going to name some sort of topic. It could be a person, place, thing, any any, any type of thing, and you guys are going to pretend this is like a stock. Uh, this is kind of a bit that Cal- Colin Coward does, and he has that one guy who like lists off the number, like number one. Do you want to do you want to do that, Jake? Yes. Okay. Number one, Kyle Rudolph. Well, I think call he just does the number, oh, right? He does. He can, I like when he does. Yeah, that. you can okay, do both. Fine. You can do both. All right, you guys buying or selling Kyle Rudolph? He got traded like today, right? He got released today. Got released. Yes, I'm selling. You you got you got to you got to remove cap space somewhere. You got to find the money to keep a lot of these players on. And Kyle Rudolph's you got, been you your got ten the young years. Irv Smith guy. Now. You, you got Irv Smith and and Conky, right? Yeah, and Kakaki was playing great at the end of the year. Ricky's fucking the head. I'm selling as well, just because whatever team he ends up going to, they're not going to have like Adam Dillon and Justin Jefferson. They took up a lot of attention, so a lot of times, especially in the red zone, Kyle Rudolph was wide open. I can't think of a place where they have that great of a WR duo, and they're looking for a tight end currently. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Th- I, what I saw somewhere that he was going to do like fantastic wherever he goes. And I just I, don't know about that. I just that. don't think that's true. I think maybe with like the Minnesota curse and all that shit, where like, oh, wherever we get rid of, they're turned into a superstar, but that's just not going to happen with Kyle Rudolph. Didn't happen with Dubnik. I hate no. to say it. 
Mm-hmm. He kind of debunked the whole you well, can play great anywhere else. Yeah, I don't know. Let me, but he wasn't like let go of Diggs, and Diggs was like obviously a superstar here. But now, like now he's playing in New York, Buffalo. Like I feel like I'm seeing him all the time whenever there's NFL related stuff out there. Yeah, he's better. He's better with that team, which isn't surprising. Yeah, I mean, fuck it. But I don't know. He's still gonna bitch in a couple years and want to leave in Buffalo. That's exactly what he's gonna do. Or he's gonna, gonna return back to Minnesota. That would be I'm, the, coming, I'm coming home. home. That's what I said for uh, who was it? Russo tweeted when he tweeted about uh, us releasing. Um, oh my god, Stay, Stay Lock. Lock. Yeah, Stay or Lock. yeah, he said like the hashtag Sabers are looking for a goalie. I heard, and I thought, let's do the, the I'm coming home, Eric Stahl bit. We need to save his career because he's gonna die in Buffalo. But. Yeah, he looks like a caveman right now. Have you seen pictures of him in Buffalo? He's got the long hair. Yeah, oh, he's got the flow. Stone. He just looks. He looks like a homeless version of himself. Well, he's fitting in with Buffalo, I guess. You know, he's got to play image the part. He's got to play the part of the Buffalo area, and just I just say fuck it out there, let myself go a little bit. Don't rip on Buffalo. I think the last time we Buffalo. did that, our TikTok people uh, were so upset about TikTok that. TikTok comments blew up. It's like calm down. Well, we'll take we'll take fucking interaction. Minnesota's not that great. Why are you fucking talking shit in Buffalo? We're fucking joking. Man, we're calm, it's, calm down, man. It's, it's all good, all in good fun. We're, and all, we're all in America. You yeah, we're we're all in out. America. Okay, you guys are almost in Canada, but you're in America. And we're having a good time. If you want to comment on our shit and give us more interaction and more views, fuck it, go for it. Yeah, like all it's same, all the same idiots from up north who are calling us idiots, but they look like they have sex with their cousins. So, yeah, maybe you know, I'd be what's a to be said about that? that? Yeah, well, you know, smaller population up north, not as many women. You're bound to, you know, fornicate with within the tree. Hey, there's a That's lid for every there's pot. A lid for every pot. <laughs> Shout out Gage Osmus. All right, yeah, I'm selling. I'm selling Rudolph too. He. He's he's huge. Like he catch, he catches bitch. the ball, and anyone tries to tackle him usually gets ran over. But he's just slow and old. He's getting worn down. You have a newer Irv Smith, so fuck it. He's a good tight end, but yeah. just I don't think he was worth all the money he's taking no. out. You no, know? Gotta, he, he gone. Got a clearly he's cap. He's out. Um, all right, the next one I have here: buy or sell unpaid internships. There was this huge. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you ruined the bit, Jack. Oh fuck yeah! Maybe that was kind <laughs> of my fault. Too, either. This was a team. <laughs> Number two, unpaid internships. Yeah, so there's all these people like just bitching about how unpaid internships is basically like slave labor. Yeah, slave labor. When going back to last episode, we talked about the Girl Scouts of America. That is also slave labor. It is at the bar, especially. Yeah, but it's all a pyramid. But so yeah, people are trying to say that like unpaid internships are you know basically companies exploiting these young people who are looking for experience for free for free labor. No. No, no, I, I don't. that's people bitching in general on social media about something else that there's no fucking facts buying that whatsoever. So are you, are, stupid. You, are you buying or selling unpaid internships, Jake? I'm buying. Yeah. They build great experience. They build resume. They're resume builders. And and it's it's not about the money. Right. And some of these companies, they can't afford to bring on and pay this person a shit ton of money, but they can use it to build. It's It's a mutual there's a beneficial, beneficial mutual benefit for Gosh. both people. I don't know. This is I, why people hate listening to podcasts. Yes. They're <laughs> part two right there. But there's a mutual, you know, benefits for both or some shit. What is it? A mutual benefit. Mutual beneficiaries. You're but they both benefit, right? Yeah. <laughs> from it. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get. I got, so I got, a yeah. mutual Benefits. Benefits. Well, he, I'm, I'm going to buy them, too. And the only reason is because all these people complaining about them, do they know that they don't actually have to accept? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're, not being, you're, not, you're not being forced against your will to be the, 
the the coffee guy at Google. See, I, yeah, I, I <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm a slave here. Well, then leave. No, no one's putting no. a gun to your head and making you do an unpaid that's, internship. That's, that's being that's that's slavery. Right and, there. and here's the thing: the majority of those unpaid internships are not full time internships. A lot of the times, you can work another job while still getting yes. experience in the profession that you eventually want to kind of. They're going to understand and, that, considering they're not paying you. Exactly. So no one's gonna care. It, 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 we have you have so many opportunities, especially if like you're a college student. You have like yeah, like you said, Zane. Like you don't need to accept it. You have plenty of opportunities to go to another company that is offering a paid internship or or a better unpaid internship. I you, yeah. you're not stuck with it. Yeah. So like, like so you're stupid. buying you're buying them two wigs. I'm buying them only to piss off the people complaining. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm buying like two. I'm buying two. I have two thoughts on this. The first one. If if you're chasing money in life, you're going you're you want to do whatever you want to do for all the wrong reasons. Like that you should be chasing something that you actually love doing and you say fuck the money it'll come. So that that's already wrong if you're on, if you're on that foot. The second one is that um it's great experience not only but then if you prove that you're loyal enough and that you deliver enough value to a company, they'll move around money and they'll make room to pay you. So I don't know why people are complaining. And yeah, no one's putting a gun to your head. To, to do an unpaid internship. I just don't get... This was just a Twitter thing. It was like the Dante Culpepper, Kirk Cousins bit. They, they can lead into full-time positions. Just got to stick it out. Well, yeah, if you do, if you follow shit for just for money purposes, you're going to find yourself in a very shitty job mm-hmm. that you hate, no matter how much you're getting paid. Yeah. Like, forever. You know, I mean, we make sacrifices. You get into jobs, like entry-level jobs outside of school or whatever, but, like, you'll find yourself into that for, for life, and then you're fucked. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could do like compliance tax things for yeah. people, which would suck. Yeah, forever, forever. Yeah, that would suck. Forever cool. and never and never that's, and never. That's what JJ does. I'm not trying to insult. Yeah, no, no. I'm it's I'm I'm young, whatever. But if I do that for the rest of my life, I'd probably blow my head off. There you go. <laughs> not literally. Don't take that literally. Well, you'd blow your own head like your cockhead. You'd break your yeah. ribs and do the Marilyn Manson. Yes, bit. exactly. Okay. Uh, third one I have on here. Nope, Jake. Number three. Spring training baseball. Do you guys give a shit about spring training? Because I'm a huge Twins fan, and I just don't care. It's like preseason football. I just don't care. Neither do I. The only thing that's nice about it is it kind of means, like, the weather's going to get warmer. And baseball's around the corner. Exactly. Real baseball's around the corner. two benefits of it. Like, I I don't give a fuck about spring training. I wish it was shorter so we'd get to the season earlier. The funniest thing was I saw some, like, high school kid who uses, like, a a picture of a professional baseball player as their profile picture, a.k.a. like 15% of Twitter, tweet like a video of a White Sox pitcher giving up a home run. They're like, LOL, White Sox pitchers already suck in preseason. I'm like, and then some White Sox fan responded. I don't take the side of the White Sox, but for this I did. They were like, yeah, this is the reason he's going to get cut. Like that's the point of spring training is to find the people that need to go and get rid of them. That's all there is to it. Well, White Sox fans are delusional. We've talked about it. Well, first of all, I'm selling spring training. I think it's stupid. It's so hard to get into. They're playing everybody. It's if I'm weird. in Florida, different story. If, oh, yeah. I, if I'm there, at Fort Myers, I'm buying the shit out oh, of it. Hell yeah. I'm not going to like watch and, some stream of it. Or... And it's beneficial for the players, all that. But in terms of a fan up here in Minnesota and wherever, not great. But fuck White Sox fans. I remember we had that exhibition game last July before we started the season, before oh, yeah. the Twins started the season, and they were talking about how the White Sox were a World Series team or something in a damn exhibition game. That was hilarious. That made no sense. I've seen so many White Sox fans like tweet tweeting Twins fans like have fun finishing in second place this year. It's like you guys have you guys are in third every year. Exactly. The Twins have won the division the last 2 years. Why are you talking shit? Like Yeah. It's always delusional. us and the Indians. It's like stay out of our way. 
uh, Cleveland baseball team. Not yet. After Not this yet. year. After this year. Yeah, we yeah. can legally say it until, I don't know, literally the last day they play this next season. I don't know. So there's a cutoff date before and after it's racist? Yes. yes. Okay. Exactly. Or, yeah, before we get canceled for saying it Be- on the before air. We get, before we can get canceled. Yeah. I mean, we maybe can, but. Yeah, wouldn't gain as much traction. Really quick, I'm not sure. Do you guys like uh, when anyone tweets about Washington football team? They always use WFT, and for some reason, I always just think, what the fuck. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I, oh yeah. So I see like Adam Schefter tweet that. I'm like, why is he saying what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, He's, or or you think back to like the MW two days, like FTW for the win. Yep. Yeah, it's exactly what I. Yeah, it makes no sense. It's weird. Yeah. Back when just you're getting Washington. Back football. when you're getting the red ring of death. Damn, that beer did spill everywhere, didn't it, JJ? It's contained. Not as bad as it could. Uh, Alex, go get paper towels. Nope. Do it. I'm not your bitch. Bubba's no, seriously, I, I, we need to clean this up. It would be a nice help. Okay, just whatever. Just sit there. at us. Yep. Um, okay. Next one. Fourth one. Number four, Cardinals football team. We had to put football team because, yeah, they have a baseball team too. Uh, the Cardinals, they just got J.J. Watt. Like I mentioned in the last episode, it seems as though Houston is making the Cardinals a better team every day uh, by pushing guys like him out, by doing the D- David Johnson trade. Um, JJ, are you buying or selling the Cardinals this year? Do you think they're Super Bowl contenders? Well, I don't know if they're Super Bowl contenders. That the loaded question. Don't put that on. No, I'm just. Joking. I, I'm buying them though. I do like Kyler Murray and what they're building into, and he's really fun to watch. Now you got JJ Watt on the defense, and you still have Larry Fitzgerald. He's still playing. So yeah. fuck it. Like, yeah, they, they might be. They might make a run again this year. They're probably. You know, they went down again with like Kurt Warner. That was like their peak again, like in 2010 or whatever, and they're. Went down, they're going to go back up. So you're going to buy them? I'm going to buy them. Wags? I'm going to sell them. Uh, no. Yeah, I'm just so they didn't even make the playoffs. This honey, playoffs? No. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. I'm just trying to win a game. A lot of people thought that J.J. was also going to like go ring chasing and sign a cheap deal somewhere. They're paying him like lot, like $18 million plus a year. For oh, wait. But so so all the toxic people on Twitter's response was sellout. Like, oh, he just took the biggest contract. Oh, yeah, right. It, yeah. Because he signed a big contract. It's like that's that's what you want to do in yeah. sports. That's you, what you, you have. You have like 10 years max in most to cases. To make as much money as you can. Exactly. Go and earn that money. Um, But I like just because I add J.J., I don't see him there yet. Now, what the J.J. Watch uh, pickup could do was like attract other big names who are like, oh, they got something going here. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to sign for cheap here. That, that's, that's something That's kind of what everyone did with yeah. Tampa Bay, right? Like a few, yep, like Brady exactly. signed a, uh, a few other big Grand names signed, game. and then everyone went there. Exactly. And then they want to running Bowl. back. They had Leonard uh, Fournette. Leonard oh. Fournette. Leonard Fournette. Who it can? Who's their other running back? Donald Jones. Yeah, Donald Jones. Donald Jones. Donald, Donald Jones. Ronald Jones. Ronald like Ronald McDonald, right? Okay. Ronald McDonald. I didn't know that. Clarification. Tom Brenneman. Um, otherwise, yeah. Uh, JJ, you say you're buying, right? I'm Wags, buying. You're, and Wags, you're selling. Yep. I think I'm going to sell, too. I, I think they're good, but I don't think they're Super Bowl good. Well, I don't think they're Super Bowl good, but I think they're they're better than last year, and I'll buy into them for the next few years. I'll buy it. Oh, I guess, yeah. And that It's a stock, right? You're looking at it as a stock, but the, yeah, now I made them it's think. Like, but here's, the, <laughs> now I'm stuck. I'm just quiet. The stock may have improved, but how with the amount that Arizona spent to get this person... To get J.J. Watt, that could have gone to multiple players who were all pretty good as opposed to one like elite yeah. player because, you know, he is going somewhat downhill. He just really can't stay healthy. That's my issue. He's had a lot of issues staying healthy. That's If he stays healthy, though, that's that's what you're probably really buying into because if he stays healthy because they're, they're really only, I feel like, I mean, they were 
almost in the playoffs last year. They missed it by a game, pretty much. And I if mean, they would have been in, they would have done better than some other teams that were in, like, like the, the Bears. Bears. The Bears. Bears. The Bears. Ditka. Ditka. I'm yoking! I'm yoking! Oh my God. I wonder if the neighbors are still here. By the way, how are you wearing a coat inside right now? It is hot as fuck in here. I had my window open in my office all day, oh. so I kind of I'm, I'm a little chilly he, now. The windows he, down, bit you know he's spring, having the chills. Spring, yeah. well, it, it was like you 50 have the out COVID today. has sprung. It was no, 50 out no, today. It was a little warm because like uh, the house is like on the winter settings, right? Oh uh, yeah. So I was just working with the with the window open all day, and then I was driving here, and I had my heater fucking blasted. I'm like, why the fuck am I so cold? It's a beautiful day. It's just uh, it's a whole temperature thing. All right, we're gonna go into our interview here with Dean Blandino after a quick break. Hey Jake. Have you ever heard of an all-in-one sports betting app? No, but I've been I've been looking all over the app store, but I can't find one. Well, you must not have looked hard enough. Let me introduce to you a new app called Vigit. You can get connected with like-minded fans and discuss picks and predictions. Oh, like the social media bit, but yeah. for betting. It's like Facebook. Hell yeah. Same story. On top of that, you can legally place bets in all 50 states, which does include Minnesota, compete to win prizes, and you can bet on things like spreads, money lines, over-unders, the whole nine yards. You can win some Amazon gift cards or... You name it. Sign up. All you got to do is just simply download the Viget app on Apple App Store or Google Play Store and enter the promo code 10K when you sign up to receive 2,500 coins right off the bat. Once again, that is Viget, V-I-G-I-T, and use the promo code 10K when you sign up. You know, you can use those coins to uh, throw some money on the Harvard versus over-under like me or even the hot dog eating contest. It's a great bit. So download the Viget app today. All right, folks, welcome back to It's a Bit. Very special guest on with us, Dean Blandino. He's an NFL rules analyst for Fox Sports. Uh, if you're ever watching NFL on Fox on Sundays, you'll see him on your TV at least one time during a controversial call or you know something something of that nature. Dean will break it down. He was also the uh, NFL's vice president of officiating, and he is the head of officiating. He was the head of the officiating for XFL in 2020. Dean, hell of a resume you got there. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Um, officiating is not, I, I always tell people it wasn't something, I, I didn't grow up wanting to be an official. I don't know. I always talk to people that did grow up wanting to be officials and I'm like, what is wrong with you? I, I kind of right. just, mm-hmm. I kind of, I, I fell into it and um, it really became a passion of mine and have been lucky to make a career out of it. So what does an average Sunday look like to you? So, yeah, so an average Sunday is um, working out of the studio, the Fox Sports studio. I live in I live in L.A., not too far from the studio. So we're usually there. Uh, games kick off here. Something I, you know, growing up on the East Coast, I didn't 10, 10 a.m. football on Sunday is just it's weird. So yeah, weird. It's so it's, weird. We're in L.A. It's, I remember football was starting at 10 a.m. and we were so confused by that. It, but it's awesome that when the Sunday night game ends and it's 830 and you still can go do something, that's yeah. that's the cool part. But so usually in the studio by 830, uh, getting ready, we've got a pretty cool setup. There's basically a, a, a monitor of, of uh, a wall of monitors where, where all of our games are up there and we can sit and watch. I also have a, a, a station, a console in front of me where I can access any one of our games with a touchscreen. Um, I have a jog shuttle wheel that we can run the video back and forth, look at a play, kind of get my thoughts together. And, uh, and what, what a lot of people don't know and what I think is the biggest part of the rules analyst job is we're actually communicating with the TV truck and with the producer throughout the game. So I may go on, I may go on the air 
one or two times a game, but I'm communicating throughout the game with the producer. And then the producer can relay that to our on-air, on-air talent. And, uh, and it's just like, it's really seamless. And then, you know, whether it's Troy Aikman or Joe Buck or Kevin Burkhart, they can just recite the rule and, and, and it sounds like they know what they're talking about. So, and yeah. then if it is, if it is, you know, a significant play, I've got a camera, just like I'm looking at the camera now and I just yep. turn to it and I've got an earpiece in my ear and, and I can hear the director setting me up and then I can just have a conversation with the on-air talent about a play. See, because I always wondered, like, are you are you on call? Like, you can you just you know when shit hits the fan for a certain play and they're reviewing it and they're like, we need Dean right now for the yeah. Atlanta game or something. Then you that's just exactly like, all right. What's going on? Get me up to speed. That's exactly how it goes. You never know right when you're right. going to go on the air. So if I have four or five games, um, Saturdays are, are even more hectic because you're you know the college. I mean, we could have college games starting at nine a.m. and then going all the way up until maybe ten or eleven Pacific time. And so, you know, hey, we're, you know, we got to play in the, in, like you said, in, in Atlanta, uh, we're going to come to you, Dean. So I got to watch the play, kind of gather my thoughts and then, and then give my opinion or break it down. So it's a lot of fun and you just never know when you're going to be on the air. Well, what you, you, I, I know we have seen it too, that you've dunked a lot of college football. I mean, what is, is what's more exciting in your opinion, doing, uh, doing rules analysis for college football or, or the NFL? Or is it hard to choose between? It's, you know, for me, my foundation is all NFL based. I started with the NFL right out of college. So in terms of rules knowledge, that's my base. And so I've had to kind of work hard the last couple of years to kind of get my college rules knowledge up. So for me, Saturdays are are more, you know, more stressful because, um, you know, sometimes I just revert to the NFL rule and I got to remind myself, no, the college rule is different. Uh, but I love both. I love watching um, NFL games tend to have more of a, you know, flow college games sometimes, especially certain conferences may, you know, three and a half, four hour games, which which is not necessarily fun. But I love both. Yeah. I love both college and NFL. Given your analysis on the play, do you get like a minute to actually review the play or are you <laughs> given like a live analysis? Yeah, no, it's you don't have literally you might have maybe 10 or 15 seconds. The play happens. And then, you know, you're on the air not too long after that. Now, there are some situations where if a play goes to review and there's a commercial break, then I'll have more time to look at it during the break. And then I can come out of the break and I have and I I can be more prepared. But a lot of times it's literally look at the play one or two times and then have to talk about it. So it is kind of a live analysis. Sometimes when I'm looking at it, and I've got I've got a, a camera that I look at and there's a monitor right beneath that camera. I'm looking at it for the very first time when I'm kind of breaking it down. Uh, yeah, that yeah. but that that's more authentic. That's yeah. more raw. Like it's a, yeah. this is like your first reaction. It, it, it's it's not fake, you know. It's not like it's rehearsed or anything like that. Well, I was going to ask too, have you ever has there ever been like a crazy enough play where you're almost sitting there like shit, I don't know, like you're speechless. <laughs> this is like this is like could go 50-50, <laughs> but you're kind of like I I got to give some sort of input here, you know, use some sort of ref knowledge. Yeah, no, there's no question. I mean, with the rules, I'm pretty good. Like I can, I I can recite the rules, but sometimes it's just judgment. Right. And especially with, with college and targeting, I may think it's, it's one, you know, one way and they may do something else. And, And that's always funny because there's always those people on social media. I may give my opinion and it may be different than what they actually do. 
and then I'm an idiot, right? When when they do, and I'm like, well, you know, they could be wrong too. It's not that, yeah. that I'm always wrong. And and but yeah, sometimes you're just kind of looking at it and you're just giving your opinion and trying to give. I always try to give people who are watching at home, like, here's what the officials looking at. Here's what the replay yeah, officials like looking at. You're not at. the ref. Do people yeah. come after you? Like, oh yeah. There's that's still so people. Stupid. There's still people that don't know that I'm no longer with the NFL. Like there's people that troll me on Twitter that blame me for the officials making mistakes. And I'm like, dude, I left the NFL like four years ago. They they think you're like the Supreme overlord ref. Exactly. It's like telling the refs what to call. It's funny too. Cause when I was kind of just doing a little bit of research on you, Dean, just to get some information, I found so many threads and forums that were just totally misinformation of just calling you a clown, an yeah. idiot. He's the reason that this happened in this yeah. game. And some of it was like in 2019. I'm like, he's not even a part of the NFL anymore. This you know, makes yeah. absolutely no sense. It's And it, it just, you know, I love it, right? I love fans, NFL fans, college fans. Everybody's passionate. But I'm always, especially on Twitter, I was like, sometimes the passion and just like, like common sense and and – Decency. It's all just lacking. It, yeah. It's just very lacking, but it's I it it's I never take anything personally. You can't it can't in, in the business that I'm in. You gotta have fun with it. You just gotta yeah, right. like, you gotta see the stupidity out of people. Like, is there any like is there any been has there been any like crazy hate mail that sticks out from the rest of anything? Like I know you probably um, get a shit ton of stuff, but you know, they're they're going back. I mean, when I was at the NFL, it was pretty funny. Social media certainly changed the game where everybody can, you know. You know, I had a Twitter account when I was the head of officiating so people could tweet at me. When I first started, like mid-90s, social media wasn't really a thing. So I remember plays, we would get like true hate mail, like written letters. Handwritten letters. Nice. Handwritten <laughs> letters. I remember this goes back and, and, you know, Bucks fans, and they just obviously just won the Super Bowl, so maybe they were over it. But this is, I remember the 1999 um, NFC championship game when they lost to the Rams and that's when, you know, Kurt Warner and the greatest show on turf and they end up beating Tennessee in the Super Bowl, but they beat the bucks in the NFC championship game. And there was a very controversial call to Bert Emanuel play in that game. And it went against the bucks. And I remember we got, we got a box in the league office and addressed to officiating. And, and it was, like thousands and thousands of screws from a Tampa Bay radio station. Cause they got screwed. So they sent us this <laughs> wow. giant box of screws. Yeah. So it's, you know, at least in that sense, you can appreciate that one. Yeah. Though. That's, that's at least creative. That's, 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 that's not just some angry letter. It's creativity. I mean, we've yeah. gotten letters from um, ophthalmologists about free eye exams for, for, you know, <laughs> Tony Carreni and his crew, you know, that, that kind oh, of thing. So oh, those are always great. fun. And, and certainly social media has kind of upped up the game into in that to that respect. What was it like being the head of, like a head of a fishing of uh, the XFL? How, how much oh. different was that than the NFL? How much fun was it? Yeah, give us some thoughts. So much fun. I mean, I, I always had fun at the NFL, but the NFL was certainly it's more established. Obviously, there's there was so many more things we could do with the XFL um, you know, give, giving fans kind of a peek behind the curtain, having a camera in the replay booth, being able to listen in and see what they're doing, listening to the officials on the field. Yes. I had such a blast yeah. with the XFL. I really enjoyed it. I was so 
upset and disappointed, obviously, you know, who mm-hmm. could have imagined or prepared for, you know, a pandemic. Uh, but I'm, I'm hopeful that, you know, it'll get another chance and, and, and the XFL will come back in the spring of 2022. But it was such a good time. I really enjoyed it. Well, we were going to ask. I mean, has The Rock given you a call yet? I mean, is this is this potentially on the Yeah, is it carrying over? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't I haven't spoken to The Rock yet, but I have spoken to people at the XFL and uh, you know, nothing nothing finalized yet, but I, I there's there's mutual there's interest on both sides. So, I'll just leave it at that. I think I think my favorite part of the XFL spurt was uh, how they kicked off. And I think in the first game, they interviewed a lineman who was part of a fumble, and he dropped an f bomb in the oh, yeah. interview. Like five seconds, national TV on ABC. I gotta love it. That's how like I knew I'm like I'm gonna like this league, and I watched every week until it was until it was done. So very unfortunate that. Yeah. And speaking of, go ahead, Dean. No, no, no. I, I was just gonna say. But I remember. I remember, and we had talked about like just be prepared because because. It's not if, it's when you're going yeah, to hear an F-bomb. Right. So just, you know, it's going to happen. Hey, there was that famous picture going around in the XFL of uh, someone working in the booth with an Xbox controller. Yeah, that's what I was yeah, going to say. Yeah, yeah, we, oh, oh, wow. So is that the one? Th- that's th- the this one. This isn't the one, but we also. Oh, so, that's what I was going to bring up. Yeah, all of our. So this is this goes back, you know, probably 10 years at the NFL. We have, you know, video video software where we can run our video and look at it and edit it. And before the Xbox controller, it was a, it was a called a cowboy remote, which which football coaches have used forever. It's got a wire. It looks like a remote control like this with buttons, fast forward, rewind, slow motion, and you kind of have to look down. And we, you know, our IT department came up. They basically programmed an Xbox remote to run the video, so I don't even have to yeah. look at it. And I can use the joysticks to run it back and forth to jump 30 seconds. And so we use, I use Xbox every day to, to run my video when I'm doing zoom calls with replay officials and the NFL XFL, you know, using Xbox remote in the, in the replay booth to run the video back and forth. That's take, a, that's another point for team Xbox, yeah. right? Yeah. Ta- I was going to say, take that PlayStation. Yeah, yeah exactly. On top of your shipping issues. Yeah. Refs are using it. Yeah. Yeah. No belt. Yeah, I was gonna say that that image was just awesome. Like the XFL is great. You're in not only in the replay booth. This guy's using an Xbox controller, and and there were his, there oh. were good photoshops of like Modern Warfare Two footage. Well, yeah, exactly. At halftime, we play like <laughs> GTA. Fun. You know, it's, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a blast. Uh, a question I was gonna ask, kind of jumping back to the NFL. Like, are you and and other or like back when you were a ref, are refs allowed to have favorite teams? Or is um, there like a list of teams they're not allowed to officiate because of conflict of interest? Sure, the, the, you have to you have to fill out a conflict conflict of interest form. Um, okay. I'll tell you this: as once you get into officiating, you you know as you progress in your career, you really kind of lose that that team affiliation. I know for me, I grew up in New York. I grew up a Giants fan. I you know as a kid, that you know that was my team. I live, breathe Giants. Um, and then you start working for the NFL and officiating and that goes away because you kind of like you see behind the scenes, you deal with people. So, so, you know, if somebody with the giants was an asshole, it's like, all right, I don't want to be, you know, a a giants fan Mm -hmm. necessarily. So you kind of just connect with people, um, referees, officials, on-field officials, as they progress in their career, they, they kind of lose that team connection. But if there is anything um, head referees, you won't see them work 
uh, a game in the city where they live. So if they live, you know, if they live in Atlanta, um, they're not going to work Falcons games, um, that type of thing. If there's any kind of family or business connection, you know, that that's frowned upon. You don't, you you, you know, you want to kind of vet that out in the hiring process, Yeah. but you know, you really don't see um, the team anymore. It's more, it's more so just like offense and defense, you know, the, the blue Jersey, the red Jersey, and, uh, and you kind of work it that way. So I'm assuming that the stack of conflict of interest forms for the Jets is just zero, right? So <laughs> everyone's down to ref the Jets. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel bad for Jets fans. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, are you a Jets fan? Is that? No, I'm a Colts fan. Okay. So I, I had to make the joke because I'm try- I was trying to think of like the progressively worst team over the last few years. Obviously, the Browns have made a comeback. You could sure. throw the Lions. You could throw the Lions in that Lions. pot, maybe. Of, yeah, uh, the zero. Lions are in that pot. Jaguars really after the you know after, after the Bortles twenty seventeen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I Jets fans, died. and I obviously I grew up with a ton of Jets fans, and yeah, um, that's not a fun that's not a fun experience. <laughs> yeah, I can't, can't imagine. Um, going back to the XFL here, is there like a what's your favorite rule that the XFL has adopted? Because they were really creative right out of the gate, and how much uh, input did you have in that? Yeah, I mean, the, obviously the kickoff, the kickoff worked really well. And I, I had a lot of input. They had really good people. Even before I got involved, they had some really good football people um, they had talked to. They, they, they looked the way they looked at the rules is they didn't just talk to coaches and players. They talked to fans, things that people like, whether they're watching the game in person or on TV and took all that information um, and uh, and came up with a with a pretty cool set of rules changes. The kickoff was such a big success because the goal was to like keep the return in the game, but make yeah. it a safer play. And and I think it accomplished that because it limited those those high speed impacts that you see in the NFL and college because they're running from such a distance where you brought the players together, and uh, and it was more of just a regular play from from scrimmage and. And so I, I really thought that, that that worked out well. And I know the NFL has talked about the XFL college uh, and colleges have talked about the XFL kickoff uh, kickoff rule. Yeah. Do you think that you, you think that uh, that they should probably is there any rules in the XFL that like even like that one that they, you know, they think they should adopt over into the NFL that would work? A lot yeah, I think they. I think they'll definitely look at the kickoff. I think that has the best chance um, as the NFL looks at their kick kick returns and the number of injuries, um, concussions, head and neck injuries. Obviously, that's trying to minimize those. Um, I, I know, you know, we didn't get to see an XFL overtime game. It would have been cool. You know, the XFL overtime was really just alternating, you know, tries. So one team gets a try from from the five-yard line then the other team gets a try and you would just go back and forth almost like kind of a soccer shootout or you know NHL shootout um you know I know the NFL is looking at it maybe some potential rules changes for overtime but uh but yeah it was you know from a from a timing perspective the shorter play clock um better pace those were all things that I think the NFL and college football will look at in uh, in your own words, do you think that the challenging a pass interference bit was a failure? Yeah, I mean it was a <laughs> it was a big time failure. Yeah. Um, you know, in my experience, when you put in a rule for one play, that that sometimes it doesn't doesn't work out very well. And obviously, that was a big play, and 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 you know, the Saints should have went to the Super Bowl, not the Rams, but. 
to change the rule. And then we got to see how it played out. It just, there never was a consistent standard. And that's a tough call. I mean, pass interference is, I mean, we were right. There were, there were plays in the Super Bowl that we were debating whether it was pass interference or not. Um, and it's a tough call to, to make and replay. And when you have slow motion and all of that. So it definitely failed. And I don't think we'll see, um, you know, that again. But I do know that the NFL wants to continue to look at ways to help the officials with technology. So we'll see what think, comes up next. I think my Colts were like one of the only teams that got an overturn from that. They did. Uh, I remember. Holy shit, it worked. I remember, and I think it was on T.Y. Hilton. Yeah. I, I remember the play because there was nothing. I mean, it hadn't, that, that hadn't been an overturn for weeks. And yeah. then it was like, you know, someone landed on the moon. I, I remember hearing, hey, they overturned a pass interference call. And I was like, what? And, uh, yeah, it was the Colts. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Is there any, like, um, you know, speaking of, of you know, rules in the NFL, are there any, like, any strange or weird rules that are currently existing in the NFL that, like, that no you rarely would, see or rarely that no one would know. Yeah, no one would know about. Is there anything Here's that one. Like that? Here's one that I, I don't – I think if it happened, people would – like, they wouldn't understand. So let's say it's the end of the game. It's tied. Um, and the – you know, let's let's say the Jets and the Vikings will, will pick two two relevant teams. Um, the, 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 this would happen to the Jets. The Jets, <laughs> the Jets have to punt from their own end zone. And there's like six seconds left in, in the fourth quarter and they get the punt off and the punt, you know, kind of shanks it. It lands at like the 30 yard line, the, you know, their own 30 kind of bounces around and then the, the time expires and the jets down it. Like you see, you know, you see the punting team sometimes down the punt, they down it at the 35 and time expires. Well, because they, they touch the punt first at the end of the half, the Vikings can elect to extend the period for an untimed down. So because the really? Jets touched it, downed it, the Vikings could get a field goal attempt, uh, an untimed down in that situation from the 35-yard line. But the Vikings would probably miss the field goal. They'd right. Probably, right. I mean, right. they'd probably miss it a la, what was it, against the Seahawks, uh, even going <laughs> further Walsh. back. Oh. Gary um, Anderson, the list goes on. Yep. The list, Gary Anderson, yeah, the uh, rough, rough <laughs> – uh, rough uh, field goal history, history for the Vikings. Yeah. We're unfortunately, some of us are Vikings fans here, so we're Well, that being depressed. said, yeah, um, 2019 uh, playoff game between the Vikings and Saints, Kyle Rudolph catches an overtime touchdown pass. Was that offensive pass interference? Yeah, you know, it, it probably was. They weren't going to they, they overturn it. Certainly, if the flag had been thrown, they weren't going to overturn it. Um, it was one of those where whatever the official ruled on the field, they were going to, they were going to kind of stay with it. Um, I thought he extended his arm, but you know, it was close and uh, you know, it was kind of talk about the Vikings. I mean, the saints have had a couple of, you know, a couple they of put up a billboard in New Orleans. That's basically said we got screwed. Go back to marketing Stop. and f- funny creativity. Yeah. They put up a whole fucking billboard. Come on. I mean, you're, you're pretty much at a bounty on her, on Brett Favre in 2010. Like, I mean, more revenge. some people revenge. say that's karma. Yeah. Yes. yes. Uh, very right. much so in the Minneapolis. Yeah. It, seriously. Um, but speaking of like crazy plays, I just want to ask, have you shown your face in Dallas since 2015? <laughs> yeah, I've been, <laughs> you know, it's funny. It. Hashtag Des caught it. So. The, the Des caught it thing will stay with me forever. Yeah. Um, and, and again, you know, that was just one of those plays. And I'll tell you the story behind it. When we were in the booth, I mean, I'm in, uh, I'm in the command center and the play happens 
and I see the ball kind of pop out and I'm watching the sideline. I'm watching Mike McCarthy and I'm almost like, please don't challenge. Cause I know it's going to be controversial. Yeah. And, and as soon as the red flag came out, I literally have a headset on. There's a room that we've got technical people and other people in the room. And I just took my headset off and I just said, get ready because the shit's going to hit the fan. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. I knew I was like, if that ball hit the ground, it's incomplete. And, you know, we went through it. The referee was Gene Sterator, who's on CBS now. And we still talk about it to this day. We kind of just went through and it wasn't a tough call based on the rule then. But we knew it was going to be controversial, and man, that thing just took off, yeah. and I became, you know, public enemy number one in Dallas. Still, there's people yeah. that'll just tweet at me today, just Random. hey, don't. I just want to remind you at Dean Blandino that I fucking hate you. So it's <laughs> <laughs> well, I even saw like Des Bryant tweeted at you in like 2019, a couple years ago. Yeah, the shoe and the date of the game or whatever. You know what's funny is that yeah, so he he tweeted at me the shoe with the date of the game, and I and I responded with like a you know a gift just making fun of it, and then we tried to get Des. We did a thing with Fox Sports um, where um, we tried to do a segment and did and I don't I don't know if Des you know if he said no or, or just didn't work out with the schedule. So I, I haven't spoken to him about that play. I've obviously been back to Dallas. I've spoken to, you know, you know, Jason Garrett was the coach at the time. And I went and, and visited them that spring and went through it all. But I haven't spoken to Des about it. I know he thinks he caught it. And it was an amazing play. But but under the the, the letter of the rule, it wasn't a catch. That reminds me of like a. Uh... There was another game with Green Bay. It was like Green Bay and Seattle on Monday night for like a winning. T- do, you, do you remember that? The year? replacement refs. Yeah. Fail Mary. Yeah. Fail Mary. Yeah. Yeah. That yep. was all. That was also, I bet, a very tough call. Ooh. Like no matter what you say, you're going to have enemies. That was insane. I mean, that old that old deal was right. There was three weeks of replacement officials, and and they were, you know, imagine never having worked a, you know, those most of those officials were Division two, Division three college officials. Um, NFL is yeah. different. It's a completely different level. I mean, it's so much faster and quicker and there's so much more to do TV and everything else administratively. So they were in over their heads and that game was kind of the tipping point, obviously, um, because the regular officials were back. They got a deal done that that game happened Monday night and the regular officials were back Thursday night in Baltimore. It was a quick turnaround because the league just said, we can't, you know, we can't have this anymore. That was a crazy, crazy play. And obviously uh, people in Green Bay don't don't like it, but people in Seattle love it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one person's going to love it. One person's going to hate it. It's just it's every call. It, it's just tough. Yeah. And I feel like every team has either benefited in their history of being a franchise. Every team has either benefited from a bad call or has been, you know, ruined from a bad call. I mean, every, it's been it, it evens everybody. out. And that's the thing yeah. over time, it tends to even out. Like no, no, no official wants to make a bad call. No official sets out that. Yeah. That's not it, their goal. Like people it, think it just right. happens. Yeah. Right. We, what, what, what I always tell people is, um, you know, we, you watch a play and you see the official throw the flag and then we get to see it from four different angles, slow motion. And we're like, man, how could they miss that? And I'm like, go like, if you ever had the opportunity to stand on the sideline and watch the game, you go, man, how do they ever get anything right? Like it happens so quickly, but we're so used to judging them, you know, with slow motion replay and multiple angles, they don't get the benefit of that on the field. And that, I think that's probably a disconnect. 
I also think too it sucks for refs because people only care about refs when there's a bad call. Yeah. Like they, they like no one ever watches a football game sadly and says the refs did a really good job today. Well, that, they don't get that credit. That's what was mm-hmm. nice about the replacement refs because for a little bit there people actually appreciated the old the NFL refs. officials. That's it. That that was a great, you know, it was a it was a it was a great time because people did appreciate they're like wow, you know, we didn't realize, you know, sometimes you don't miss something till it's gone, right? But that lasted for like a week, you know, yeah. It, yeah. it was, you know, the next week it was over and everybody was back to hating the referees, but they know that people that go into officiating, you get it. Like, and I remember Bill Belichick, um, you know, he said one time, he's like, there, you, don't, you don't have any wins and losses, right. In officiating. It's not like, you know, it's literally, you just don't want to be the, the reason the game was won or lost. You, you want to be, you don't want to be the story. It's not like you come away from a game and everybody's like, man, like you said, those officials did a great job. They only talk about it when it's a problem. And, uh, and so if you need like positive reinforcement, it's probably not a a good career choice, (laughs) Um, but it is what it is. Yeah, exactly. Well, you could have went down the route of being a comedian. Oh, so look at that, that segue. That's a segue. Nice segue. Yeah. That was yes. yeah. Well, that no, was I, solid. I, we, 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 had, <laughs> we had seen that you, you you did stand a little bit of stand-up comedy like back in like, you know, 2005. Yeah. How, what was that experience like? Yeah, that was, you know, was never like it was never a career goal of mine. I just I had a good friend of mine that actually worked at the NFL and uh, she had done stand-up and was and was, you know, pursuing acting. And she, she's like, you should just try it. I think you'd be great. Try it. And I was like, no, that's not. And then one time I was like, all right, screw it. I'm just going to go do it. I think, you know, it was like an open mic. I think I had like six beers before I went up on stage. You have to to, though. That's, that's, that's required. And, and I loved it, but it was so intimidating. And it was such like, kind of like an adrenaline rush, that first laugh we are like, wow, like I'm just, you know, I've just got a microphone and my imagination and I made people laugh and not every joke, you know, kind of hits, but it's just, it was so much fun and I did it for a while, but I never really, you know, that's a grind. That wasn't a career path, you know, for every, yeah. right. For every Jerry Seinfeld or, you know, guys that, or, or, or ladies that have been successful, there's a thousands and thousands of comedians that just grind every night in a, in a nightclub. That wasn't my goal. But it was just like kind of testing myself and challenging myself. And it really, it helped me tremendously what I'm doing today. It helped me tremendously at the NFL, just presenting in front of people and dealing with, you know, coaches that are angry a lot of the time when they're talking to you and just trying to lighten the mood with a little, with, you know, a little bit of humor. Um, Mm -hmm. But it was, it's a great experience. Do you have any signature bits or jokes? Um, you know, a lot of my stuff was more like, you know, my experience, my family, um, growing up, I did a bit about, you know, playing Monopoly with my family and how, you know, I waste four hours on a Tuesday night and end up like in a fight with my brother, like that type of stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, I still kind of like when, when I find things funny, I still like make notes in my phone, like stupid stuff that I just think is, is, is funny, but, um, yeah, it, it it was just a good experience, and and it definitely kind of pushed the boundaries of your of your comfort zone. How how are those uh, New York crowds? They're known to be pretty vicious, especially to open micers. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, being in New York, I lived in New York City, doing it in New York comedy clubs. Yeah, it's not, and the audience is everything. I mean, I had nights where 
the same material went went great and I killed it and the same material didn't go well. I remember the first time I had never been heckled and I wasn't prepared. I didn't, I should have been, I should have been prepared. I wasn't, I had no heckle material. And this guy started heckling me and I had nothing. Like I was oh, like, I was just dying, right? I'm just, dying. Yeah. And so I just kind of like, I, I try to finish my set and I just reverted back to like maybe my, my less mature days. And I like got off stage and try to fight him. Like I tried to oh, get yeah. to, yeah. yeah. And I was like, you're going to heckle me. I'm going to, I'm going to kill you. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and they Let's had to like it. break it up. And my friend had promoted the show and he still, he still tells me to this day. He's like, remember when you almost ruined my promoter career when you started that fight? <laughs> I was like, don't heckle me. You know, if I was an yeah. accountant, you wouldn't come and show up and heckle me at work, but I should have had right. some material after that. I had, I had, I was ready. But though, Dean, I got to say it, did it prepare you to be heckled for your career today? Because yeah. it's clearly a daily thing for you. A hundred percent. It prepared me for, and again, I think social media was such a game changer. People, everyone I've met in person could not be better, nicer. Um, but when they, when they start tweeting you and, and they're behind that, that kind of that, that false sense of security, it's a mm-hmm. different deal. Um, yep. So, and I just try to have fun with it. And, and, you know, I think I've, I've only blocked two people and it was more so just because they were so annoying and, and like filling up my timeline where I was like, okay, I can't like, I can't do it. And then, and then you mute yeah. them and then they send you like DMS and I'm like, all right, you're just, I don't, I'm, cause, cause you try to, for me, if there is a legitimate question, I want to be able to answer that. I want to be able to connect with people and you have to sift through so much bullshit. And, and so for me, you know, that that's the important thing, because there are people that have legitimate questions or, or they want to, you know, they, they have something they want to share. Yeah. And you, you said you're out in L.A. now, right? Correct. Yeah. Awesome. Have you ever been to the uh, comedy store? I have been. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. closed now, unfortunately, yeah. but hopefully when things open back up. Yeah. I mean, being out here, it's, you know, obviously New York City, L.A., those are two big entertainment kind of mm-hmm. kind of meccas. And uh, yeah, there's so many amazing comedy clubs and so many ama- amazing comedians that, you know, you, they're not household names, but they're they're hilarious that you could just go to the comedy store any night and you could see people you have no idea who they are or, you know, like a Joe Rogan or Tom Segura will show up and do a set, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that that because that, we drunkenly wandered in there in L.A. when we were there, back there in the fall, and we're like, "Well, there's gonna be no Joe Rogan here," but I mean, yeah. it's still good. Maybe to Tom Segura will show up. Yeah, maybe yeah. someone will show up, but it's 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 a it's a cool place. It's a cool spot out there. So yeah, yeah. Uh, just to just to finish up the comedy thing, do you have any good football jokes? They can they can be cheesy. <sighs> I you know I try not to like do. You know, I've got good dad jokes because, you know, my, my, All right. my, Dro- my drop 10 year old got me a dad joke book. Um, <laughs> so here, so I'll give you a good dad joke. So a, uh, a jumper cable walks into a bar and asks the bartender for a drink. The bartender looks at him. He goes, okay, I'll serve you, but don't start anything. Oh, oh. I wish you saw the drum set in here. We could do that. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. yeah that's football that's jokes. The football jokes were always, I remember one time um, I was on the phone with Jeff Fisher and Jeff's great. And he, he was with the Titans and we were talking about a catch at the sideline. 
and he thought it was it was his guy and or or no it was it was the other team and he thought it was incomplete and and we had ruled it a catch and replay and he wanted to know why and i just was like just to fuck with him i was like well actually i have him on my fantasy team so i couldn't take that catch away and he kind of like <laughs> he kind of paused for a second like he was like he thought you were serious for yeah, a he's second. like wait are you and then he realized i was joking but it's like dumb stuff like that that you always you know cuz people i my brother is, you know, and you would think that that having grown up with him, that he would appreciate my career. He is the he thinks that every game is fixed. He thinks no. that that officials. He's like, where can I buy a, a an officials jersey because they're more important than Tom Brady because they decide oh, yeah. the games. Like it's yeah. so. I the the I try. I don't have too many football jokes, but dad jokes. I got a couple. That's I actually have a. I just bought recently bought a ref a ref jersey and I kind of use it as a bit. Like I remember we went to a bar in Green Bay on, during the NFC Championship uh-huh. or in Hudson, Wisconsin, and uh, I, I was I was asking Packer fans, "Do you like my Packers jersey?" and like put a mic in their face <laughs> and they're like, "What? What the fuck are you talking?" Like they took takes them a couple seconds. To, I think someone appreciated like, "Yeah, it looks great, yeah, man." Right? Yeah. Just, they just like, totally going with it. Yeah. yeah, no, that yeah, you get I get those a lot. People send me those on on Twitter. The you know the picture of the the uh you know the 12th player on the packers and he's got the officials uniform <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like this is old Come i uh, i actually do have a have a uh, corny football joke for you are you ready yeah uh why did the football coach go to the bank i don't know to get his quarterback oh, oh. yes I should have knew that. Terrible. Fuck. That's the only way. Wow, that's yeah. why I don't do football jokes. That's, yeah. yeah, yeah. You probably going back to getting heckled. You probably don't want to say that. Yeah, so. yeah. That'd be a rough night. Uh, does anyone have any any other questions for Dean before we do the rapid fire? You know, I think I got everything answered. Same yeah, here. I think we're good. All right, Dean. Signature bit here at ten thousand takes is rapid fire. We're going to ask you ten questions. Just spit the answer out as fast as you can, okay. and you ready to go? Ready to go. All right. You're on a deserted island all by yourself, and a ship walks, washes up to shore that has one alcohol of choice in it that you get for the rest of the time there. What is it? Oh, man. Uh, I've got to go with Hendrix Gin. Ooh, Gin. Okay. okay. I'm a gin and tonic that... guy, so I don't okay. know. Yeah. Okay. I think it's the first gin answer we've yeah. gotten. Yeah. Um, how many fourth graders could you fend off in self-defense? Ooh. I think I could, I mean, maybe 25. Oh Ooh, shit! Nice. Okay, I, my yeah. I well, you know, my my oldest son is in fourth grade, so I'm just trying to think of some of his classmates. But yeah, I think I think 25 combination of right, a no holds barred. Yeah, wait, okay. is yeah. that a fighting term? I don't. What does that mean? No, no, no. Yeah, it I mean, I could do anything, right? There's no rules. Bar, yeah. yeah, yep. You're you're yeah. defending yourself for your life. Okay, mm-hmm. little straight fighting little rules yep. analysis there. I like. Yeah. Yep. Um, What's your favorite sport besides football? Hockey. Hockey. Hey, All right. We like that here. Um, would you rather slap a random baby or your own grandmother? <laughs> um, random baby. Random okay. baby. Let's go with it. Um, would you rather walk to work in high heels or drive your car to work in reverse? Uh, drive in reverse. Drive in reverse. All right. Um, would you rather never speak again or always say what's on your mind? Ooh. Always say what's on my mind. Okay. Um, if you were given an all-expenses-paid trip to Cleveland, Ohio, would you take it? 
Yeah, I don't mind Cleveland. Okay. Yeah. I could take okay. go to you know drive to Canton, go check out the Hall of Fame, go yeah. rock and roll Hall of Fame. Cleveland's fine. Yeah. I don't want to go. I if if it was in like December through February, no. But any okay. other time. Yeah. Um, what's more realistic to you, ghosts or aliens? Aliens. No, ghosts. Both. Ghosts. Both. 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 Love it. Yeah. I believe well, in that's both. A I believe in both. I'm more scared of ghosts. I don't like anything ghosts like related, like paranormal activity stuff. That's uh, mm-hmm. not a fan. Those those movies, by the way, had like they were the scariest low budget movies you ever see in horror. They, they yeah, found I a way to just them. use. It. I, I watched I watched Blair Witch Project yeah. and was well, like, once, yeah, yeah. Those low budget horror films not are doing like it. the scariest. Not doing scariest no. ones of all time right it's this is all the more real that's, yeah that's why um would you always rather wear one rollerblade on your foot or have someone walk in front of you just a little slower than you want to go oh one rollerblade i i spent too much time in new york city with people walking slow go, in front go, of go. me yeah yeah um if a movie was made about your life who's playing you oh that's a good one i people i've gotten uh mark ruffalo they think I, that, oh, that yeah, yeah. I so i would it. say I like him. He's a good actor. So I'd say Mark Ruffalo. Okay. okay. You can see it. Well, Dean, I'd have to say this was a blast having you on. We had a really good time. Do you have any uh, final words for the viewers or the listeners? Uh, no, I love have, being on with you guys. And if I could come back, let me know. And if you get out to oh, LA 100%. when this is all over, you know, hit me up. We'll go to the comedy store. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. 100%. We'll, yeah, we'll be yeah. back in LA at some point. So we'll definitely cool. be hitting you up. And, and if you're in Minneapolis for whatever yeah. reason, <laughs> stop through you a know studio. What? Your cup of- I will say this MSP is my favorite airport in the country. They really? Yeah. They're very highly rated. Hands is it, what is it for you it's that you like about the it? The whole thing. I just love it. The, the, the variety, the spacing, everything. If I have to pick one airport to have a layover in 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 the United States, it's it's Minneapolis Saint Paul. Hands we down. love yeah. it. Us I min- like that. So let's just, I'll just in, come. We'll, we'll just hang out it. at the airport. We'll just yeah, <laughs> yeah. We were actually on the earlier segment of the show. We were talking about that. The Bloody Marys are seventeen bucks, but, but we'll we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll just do yeah, it. We'll do like bar hopping at you know whatever you call it in the airport. We'll do a yeah. second. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, let's okay. do it. That I'm works. Down or L.A. trip, whatever. Let's do it. All right. Cool. Yeah, we're definitely gonna come out and visit you in L.A. Yeah. That's hundred percent gonna happen. Yeah. So, all right, folks, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. How many extra points? I think your kicker is gonna miss today. Zero. I think it's. I think it's at least three. <laughs> no way. No, no, no. There's no way we I, I respectfully disagree. All right, folks. Welcome back to It's a Bit. We have the uh, a new bit by Wags introducing the what is it? The veterans versus the rookies. Basically, if you're a, a mega fan of a sport and the rest of the guys aren't. The mega fan is going to ask them questions about what they think is going to happen. So there's a sport like that for everything in this group. Zane's a huge MMA guy. We don't really know a lot about it. I'm a big golf guy. They don't really know a lot about it. And these two are college basketball guys. And Zane and I don't know much about college basketball. So you can always can always have a good mix of this. But we're doing we're doing the UFC. So Wags, take it, take it away. Yeah, huge event this weekend. Three title fights. You don't see that too often. So it's going to be a really fun fucking time. Is it for this belt that's behind us? Uh, it's, <laughs> it's not for the WWE. What, what is 
tag team championship. No, it's for it's for Ring of Honor. <laughs> also, also another award that they give out at the AVNs, the tag team championship, probably. Ooh, Ooh look at, look, look at that, like that. If, if, if it's not a, if it's not an award, it's they got to make it. Hey, mm-hmm. I the really, tag team really quick, championship. I didn't get a point. To, uh, I didn't get a chance to point it out earlier, but Jake, that was a fantastic segue. Normally, I applaud. Yeah, that was for sick, Dean dude. Blandino. We haven't, had, we haven't had good segues in a while. We need to up our. And usually, game. we like we would just call them out like we're segueing here, and we never <laughs> usually we haven't we have okay, lost track of that segue. The segue to this question. Just ask another question that was completely unrelated. That was close the door. Yeah, there's 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 someone walking out there. Just Uh, freaking in. Whatever, whatever. Live uh, Live audience. Live studio audience. Live studio audience bit. One person who walked by in the hallway. All right, Wags. What are we? So, what are the fights we got this weekend? Okay, so the main event we got Israel Adesanya, who's twenty and zero in the MMA. Um, He's currently the middleweight championship. He's trying to get the two hundred five belt championship from Jan. Blackowitz, I'm definitely saying that name wrong, but forgive me. He's Polish, right? Polish power. Mm, but um, Israel's going for two titles here. Only uh, I think six people have held two titles at one time, so this is for history. Um, I personally am choosing Israel Adesanya. I mean, uh, he is currently a what a minus two hundred favorite. So you, you got to go with Israel, in my opinion. He's twenty and zero in MMA. I guess one thing that you'd want to look for is Jan is way more well rounded than uh, Israel, but. Who can compete with Israel in stand-up, in my opinion? That's no one. So I'm going with Israel. But I'd love to hear from the three of you who don't watch a sport nearly so, as much as I. Who are you going to choose? Uh, well, Israel Adesanya is a minus 200 favorite in this. If, so, he's as, if he's as mean as Jan from The Office. Yeah, that's all I can think of. <laughs> Jan Levinson Gould. No, no Gould. No Gould anymore. No Gould. Um, well, I, I bet quite a bit on MMA for the bigger events. Anytime McGregor's fighting or uh, Habib or you know any of those other large uh, – Dustin – Poirier. Poirier. I usually bet on Poirier. those. <laughs> What'd you just say? Dustin Poirier. That's what it looks like, it's, but it's oh, Poirier. Yeah, yeah Poirier. it's hard yeah. to pronounce. I bet on those ones, and usually the favorite wins. That's It's more common than the, for the favorite than an underdog. But Poirier was the underdog. And he got and that one he yeah. was, yes. But anytime you bet on Habib winning, he's probably going to win. So yeah. I'm going to go. If you say Israel, then I'm going to go with him, too, as he, if he's the minus 200 favorite. That's... Um, Adesanya, he did the uh, comment. He helped the commentary in the Mike Tyson fight, right? He did. That, yes. I'm picking him not only because he's undefeated and he's the favorite, but that dude's voice is amazing. Like his accent is. is he was just fun to listen to when he did he like the Dog? commentary. Yeah. He's like he's like weird because he's he's like skinny, but he'll beat the shit out of you. He's into right. like anime and like cartoons and like he does like routines for his walkouts which you don't see in the <laughs> ufc right like you'll see like grandiose displays and boxing and stuff like that but in mma they just walk to the cage and fight yeah i remember this dude in australia or new zealand wherever the fuck he was fighting he comes out with like a dance crew and they do a dance oh like uh, like in rocky four <laughs> living in america with yes. apollo creed but it's uh, <laughs> that's actually i was just thinking of that yeah so <laughs> boxing does it all the time mma doesn't israel uh did it and uh got a lot of hate for it, but he kicked uh, Whitaker, whoever he's fighting his ass that night. I like so. some pep to the MMA. That's, that's different. I like that. He's adding some pep to it. Dude, so what exactly does it mean like he could be a, a double champion? What like? Yeah, so in the UFC, there's this, like... Uh, so, so MMA obviously has a bunch of different like organizations, right? The UFC yeah. being one organization in there, but like the belt for that weight class is known as the best belt in the world. And okay. so this is what confuses like normal people. Like People will watch boxing and see one guy with five or seven titles and be like, Oh, okay. So like, winning multiple titles is common. It's only common in boxing because they 
have like 50 different belts like, like the belt system's out of control at least with the ufc whoever's a champion of the division is like the legitimate champion like, like like in the world you could say that they are for sure the best person in the world yeah so that's why uh that's why i just that's why holding two belts at one time carries so much weight because you're literally known as the best person at that at both of those weight classes at one time which is super rare oh, in the ufc oh so like he's 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 he already is a champion in one weight class. One eighty five. He's moving up to two oh five to get the oh, belt wow. from Jan. Now Jan, that's crazy. Jan is this Polish guy who's fucking crazy too. He's a great fighter. How long has he had the belt? Uh, did he just beat uh, Reyes for the belt in his last fight? So this will be hmm. his first title defense. You, you know what? I'm going a, with Jan. Ooh, going with Jan. Jan. I'm going to go with Jan. Just a, uh, just uh, you know what? Jan Levinson looks like a well rounded Polish dude. So. But I, I feel like this would be a crazy fight. Jan Levinson. First of all, so cool. Jake's got the tail of the tape pulled up on his phone. <laughs> Cheater. But what? that's a big, like, first title defense fight to go up against Adesanya. Like, he's undefeated. You got to earn that shit. True. That's a, it's a money fight, though, for sure, right? So, I mean, he's he's probably... Well, and to him, if I'm Jan, like, oh, this little 185-pounder is going to come into my 205-pound division. This is easy money. Ooh. I get to beat up a little guy. Which one has the cooler finishing move? <laughs> Fatality. This not, is like Mortal Kombat. It's not really a, really a thing. <laughs> imagine that if someone in the MMA did like Finish an RKO. Him. Yeah. <laughs> Finish the, him. The most stylish for sure is is the style vendor Israel Adesanya. He'll knock your lights off and he'll do it in style. So okay, yeah. I'm gonna Adesanya. I, I choose Adesanya to knock out the other guy via Batista bomb in the second round. <laughs> via five finger sprawl. Via sprawl, RKO. Sprawl. Yeah. Five finger death punch. <laughs> okay, this next one uh, is ridiculous. Amanda Nunez is a minus 1,100 favorite oh. over May- Megan Anderson from Megan. Australia. She's a the plus 700 underdog. This is like Buster Douglas and Mike Tyson odds right here. I mean... Obviously, like uh, Invigit, which we're sponsored by, by the way, I think I put 300 on a Nunez to win, and it pays out, I think, 25. Yeah, official sponsor <laughs> use 10K at sign up. Uh, <laughs> you guys like that? Like that plug? That was beautiful. I, I think it's fun, though, when odds are this crazy because you could just put $10 on that underdog, and it could be a very profitable win. Worst case, if, if she loses, which is probably going to happen, lose 10 bucks. Then you lose 10 bucks. It's just like uh, buying one beer in like LA. So. I've watched. I've actually watched Nunez fight. She is insane. No one can keep up with her. Uh, yeah. Would uh, Joe Rogan slash Dana White because they're the same person? Would would they call her a killer? Yes. Oh yeah. Definitely. She's a complete like animal like out that, there. That's, that's MMA analyst. I don't know if I would ever yeah, pick yeah, anyone to beat her. To kill her. She has one loss to the UFC to I think like Kat Zingano or something like that. And then she like the second time she faced Kat, I think it was a one round fight. No, 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 no. It was like a. It was like a three-round fight, but Cat quit on the chair in between the second and third round, and her oh. corner was like, no, 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 go out there, just to get her ass kicked in the third round. It was a huge talking point well, around it's, MMA. It's funny whenever you see spreads this, or, you know, like, odds this this far apart, because you'll always see some moron who puts, like, 100K on the favorite to win, like, a significantly less <laughs> amount of money. So I guarantee there are people doing that, and if, if this does happen for the underdog, I want to go with the underdog just for all the all the ga- gamblers out there who love betting the the uh, the plus plus, that would be plus awesome. person. Yeah, like I said, it's a lottery pick. That's what I always call them. It's like a lottery thing. Well, well and here, just like you brought up, like if you were gonna like spend a hundred k to win five k, like there's so much more risk there. Well, there is, but Amanda Nunez, in my opinion, would be the fighter to do that for. She has literally looked unstoppable. Like, yeah. like, like she has. Uh, she's the only woman to have two belts, right? She has one forty-five and one thirty-five. So she's okay. crazy. But yeah, you're going for. Uh, 
I just Megan. Real quick, I just put two hundred coins on the uh, underdog yeah. just to see how much you would win fifteen hundred coins, <laughs> which is like Uber That's Amazon insane. money. Yeah. That's big Amazon, or, or you're one step closer to a PlayStation Five that yeah. you will never get in the mail. So, <laughs> yeah, then who knows? But I, I don't. Who the fuck? I just don't know because I, I, I. It's very tempting to bet on the underdog and just do the do you know what Bossman said? Just put in a hundred or ten bucks. But you know what? I'm going to go with Amanda Nunez. She's going to get this shit. She's going to win. I mean, that, get that's this who shit. I'm picking to win. But I would rather see. Oh, for sure. I, th- I think the you'd ladder. want this Megan to win. Megan from the league. Megan. Yeah. I'm just thinking of women <laughs> from TV now. But I think Nunez is going to pull it off. Are you sure about that? Are you sure about that? I am sure. 100% sure. <laughs> <laughs> no. I am sure. I am sure. I know I'm sure. Okay, the third title fight you coming sure, up sure. here is the one and the, one and only uh, fuck. I'm gonna fuck up his name. Peter Jan. It's not Peter. It's like Petra or something. It's Petra. Like it's really hard to say for Petr. me. But yeah, so Jan, who's 15 and one, uh, he I think he just came off what Jose Aldo title, something like that. He's fighting uh, Aljamain Sterling. Who's, Who? No, I'm kidding. Who's uh, <laughs> who's also been on a roll lately? I America. Mean, when he defeated Cody Sanhagen, uh, people were freaking the fuck Who? out. Who? Who? Um, I'm gonna. Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Wow, Jake. Jake, Jake is Jake. Be, be, right before we went uh, an episode. Right before we went, we were literally about to go live with this bit, and all of a sudden, Jake just burst out in a country music fucking concert. <laughs> right what song were you singing? Oh my darling, oh my darling, like old school shit. That was <laughs> an old school. Yeah, that was what song it was. What the yeah. fuck? Okay. But uh, Don't it's, ask. <laughs> Petra no, Jan's a minus one ten. It's actually a pick and fight. They're both minus one ten. So um, I know Jack, you got some insider information to say that yeah. Jan was the guy to bet on. But this is a pick and fight. It's pretty well, close. For those of you that do use Vigit, if you go to the home feed, it does tell you like what Vigit recommends is Mortal Locks, and they have actual betting experts like that are on the platform that put YouTube videos in there. And they had, they just showed me a bunch of graphs. I don't I don't get too into the graphs. I just I, I say what comes out of the graphs, and that's what I use. The Viget bot said that there's never been a better time to take Jan in the money line, and they had all these reasons why. Um, obviously, money line is all you can bet. In, in Was one of the reasons that they had a time machine and, and saw what happened? Possibly. That's the, the only, only reason. You but, know? but at that point, they would have invested in Amazon in the 80s and would not have been on Viget. So, You're well, right. And here's the thing, though, guys. Think about the the odds are not necessarily the odds for the fight. The odds are made in such a way to induce betting, right? Yeah. So these are not like, you got to think, like, in terms of fighting, they're definitely always going to be closer than the odds, in my opinion, unless they're a pick and fight well, like this. Unless it's yeah. like uh, Jake Paul versus Allen Robinson. Or not Allen Robinson. Nate Robinson. Nate, Nate Robinson. Robinson. <laughs> but that, that wasn't a fight. Vigit just recommending you to pick Jan. I'm just going to go with him because I don't know anyone about either of these two guys. And they, he's got a cooler name. What is it? Jan. Petcher Jan. Petcher oh, Jan. Alamane Sterling. Alamane Sterling. Scott Sterling. Aljamain Sterling. Aljamain Sterling. That's a fucking badass name. And he's from America. I'm going with him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, Jan is a, Jan's a Russian, so. I, I fucking love Petr. Well, and That's you, a cool name. Referencing Rocky <laughs> Four, you saw what happened to a Russian in that movie. I'm kidding. You did, you know. I mean, maybe all, all that, Jermaine that, that Sterling should, that should be, is that should be something you consider in your decision as a fictional movie about boxing in the eighties. <laughs> that that's that's where you base all of your money. If you're betting real money on this, put it Watch all in a movie. When I think of the UFC, I think of that meme where it's like, uh, if you're going to fight a Russian, you're going to have a bad time. You know what I'm yeah, going to say? Like yeah. when it comes to the UFC, that's kind of my rule of thumb. Don't, don't fuck Russia. with the Russians. Car drive you. <laughs> if you don't do if you don't do pizza, you're going to have a bad time. 
<laughs> South Park. So I'm picking Jan. I think uh, Leverance here has got Jan. Then I we like got Jan, we yeah. got JJ here for the for the American Aljo Funkmaster. Aljo, by the way, the Funk God, Master. that's badass. Funk, the more, the, funk the more I like this <laughs> the guy, Funkmaster, oh, Funkmaster, Funkmaster. Maybe and then the Funkmaster. Cam, too, but... you're going with Vigit's recommendation. Yeah, I'll okay. go with Jan. Yeah, trust the Vigit, Jan. Dude, I actually base a lot of my picks on that, and I've been <laughs> I'm usually more successful than not. It's weird. The app's helping you win. It actually is, and I I'm not kidding. This isn't for the the sponsorship. I'm legitimately going to use the Vigit bot when. I bet on college basketball in Vegas when we go because I I actually trust they, they give you a lot of good NBA picks NHL picks and locks for MMA and I'm actually going to use it because it's been helping me win in the virtual world the great analysis world. speaking of that great idea I just I'm going to proclaim myself as coming up with a great idea but you know we have the group for the Vigit app we should do a bracket challenge with like every anyone yeah, we're, that wants we're, to join too. We're actually going to do that. Okay, we're going to do a 10k bracket challenge. And we'll give like away. It. We'll we'll think of some crazy prize to give away that we probably can't afford. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> a Lamborghini. Yeah, we're going to give away a Lamborghini, <laughs> and then like in fine print it says a picture of a Lamborghini. <laughs> An IOU. An IOU. An IOU of a la- for a Lamborghini. And yeah, be maybe, perfect. Maybe we'll give you like a hood ornament. Yeah. <laughs> so those were those are our picks for the title so, fights. I have a question about the card too. So it wasn't a title fight, but I looked at the card. Drew Dober is fighting, and where have I heard that name before? Is that have you talked to me about him? Before, he, too. He so fought, familiar. He fought in Minneapolis here in June of 2019, and you were there. I was at the That's event. Where, yeah, uh, he knocked the fuck out of whoever he's fighting. All I know is that he has three straight KOs in a row, and he's like a plus 320 underdog. It's yeah, like, I'm gonna use some MMA analysis. He's a killer. He's a killer, according right. to Joe Rogan, right or Dana White. Dana as well. He's a Cyborg. Yeah. He would be my actually like underdog pick. I'm not saying by a lock by any stretch because he's fighting a Russian, and you know what happens when you're fighting a Russian, right? Watch Rocky. You die. Wait, just kidding. <laughs> you're gonna have a bad time. Yeah, yeah. Pa- you're gonna pa- have a bad die. time. Apollo Creed part of uh, Rocky Four, <laughs> not the Rocky part. If he does, he, if dies. he does. That's dies. what Kirk Cousins says. Dolph Lundgren. If you guys are, oh, if this, I die, I die. Yeah, this is unrelated. But you guys have seen Workaholics, where one of them they get, they all come up with fake names, and someone says, "I'm Dolph Lundgren," but not the one from the movie. Oh yeah, yep. It's just like what I think of now mm-hmm. every time I see Dolph Lundgren. But otherwise, folks, that was pretty fun. Yeah, watch the uh, the MMA fights. You can bet on them free through the Vigit app. If you use promo code 10K at sign up, it gets you 2,500 coins. You can compete against us in our own league. Hit join league. Use code hockey 205. You don't have to put in a dime of your own money. No, it's sweet. And you can uh, you can pull out all your coins for Amazon gift cards, TVs. PS5? Uh, PS5. Potentially. Allegedly. It just won't ship to you. Allegedly. Team Xbox. Shout, shout out to the NFL and the XFL on that one. But I think we're going to call it an episode, gentlemen. Do you have any final thoughts before we sign off? I don't know. Mm. Keep your stick on the ice. You said that in the last episode, but it, Gotta keep it's your stick still on relevant. the ice. Pucks in deep. Keep your head up, boys. Keep your head up. Wheel all the time. And uh, just uh, wheel, wheel, wheel. The uh, the, the post or the the post game interview with hockey players. Oh yeah, that and uh, you know we're just trying to uh, you know just try to push the puck in deep and uh, you know sometimes it bounces your way, sometimes it doesn't, and uh, you know and uh, and uh, and. Uh, well, that's, <laughs> and I, I love to like 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 a reporter will ask four different questions, and that'll be the response for all every four. four. I know. Yeah. Yep. You know, we're just you know working hard out there, and uh, well, what, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do for next game to improve? Well, you know, we're just gonna work hard and uh, keep getting the pucks. And we're just gonna take it back to the drawing board, and you know, keep working at practice. And then, what well, are you, well, our producer? Well, fuck off. What do you? No, what just happened? Oh, he's he's like breaking out in hives. He's complaining. This Calm is just, down. It's business as usual, bro. You, there's nothing stopping you from walking outside right now. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Why do you have to wait for? Us? He likes to bitch. Dicks. 
All Fuck right, you. Folks. That's uh, that's another episode of It's a Bit. Thanks for listening. You can find our website, our blogs, uh, buy our merch, 10ktakesmn.com. Search us on, on social media anywhere, 10ktakesmn on Twitter, 10ktakes on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. And uh, that's just another episode of It's a Bit. So thanks, guys, again for listening, and we'll see you later. Peace. Word.